one. Hey everyone, welcome back to MNR Show. I'm Ron. And I'm Malcolm. Hey, hey. man. Hey. Hey, hey, oh, hey, man. It's, it's, a, it's a great day, man. Like, I know I, I don't even want to cut you off, Ron, because I just, you know, I'm just so excited. Well, I want to make sure everybody, Celtics, you know what I'm saying? Celtics. So it's a lot, hey, a lot you know of stuff saying? going on. Short shirt, hat. Hey, you already know it's a good day. Like it's a good day, right, G? It's a good day, right? Oh, it's a great day. He looks like he's sulking right there. Nah, it's, it's a great day to be a Nets fan. Oh, okay, you look depressed now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You look depressed now. Yeah, I need to get some excitement or something. Well, you, know, you can go ahead, Ron. Hey, I mean, I, we we when we talk about this Celtics Nets game, I mean, we want to hear the the winner of this of the first game at least. We want to hear you first. What do you have to say, Malcolm, about the Celtics getting that win, especially with the last second shot? Hey, man, all I got to say at the end of the day, superstars making superstar plays. That's what it is. So, you know, <laughs> we gotta understand Jason Tatum's. You know, Jason Tatum has really improved so much as far as the season started. The game, you know, he wasn't really taking a lot of attempts. But he has seven assists in the first half. So we've we seen def- different things that he has done as far as improvement in his game, as far as defense. We've seen the last possession as far as defense. Offensively, being able to move without the ball. He's not standing around the corner waiting for the ball, moving out the ball. And gee, you don't have your face like this. You've seen the evolution of what Jason Tatum has done so far in that one game alone. One thing I have to say is that Boston has to continue. Their bench did not play good this game. I understand, you know, it, it really was something that I feel like that we have to be better next game. Uh, another thing is seeing Marcus Smart be a defensive player of the year, doing what he has to do. Kyrie made some very tough shots, but that's what Kyrie's there for, and that's what Kyrie does. But the fact that Marcus Smart put him in a position to be able to, you know, make those tough shots, it, you know, it's something that I'm able to live with, especially with the last seconds coming from the game. Um, our team is, the Celtics team is a big team. And we can see that all along. Awesome. We see with the Nets, Nets do not have the size to be able to play against a team like Boston at all. And we have to understand that. Another thing that we have to look at is the fact that Andre Drummond is their biggest X factor for the Nets as far as rebounding. Because at the end of the day, Boston Celtics was killing Brooklyn Nets on the board. And Andre Drummond is such a valuable piece in doing that. But with Rob Williams not playing, and you have a guy like Al Horford and Daniel Tice, it spreads the floor and moves Drummond out to the three-point line because they're both our three-point threats who will be able to shoot the three-point shot. So it really lose Andre Drummond effectiveness as a whole. There's some questions I have as far as Steve Nash of not even putting a guy like LaMarcus Aldridge in the game because I really thought that LaMarcus Aldridge would be perfect as far as the switching defense and stuff like that that Boston has because LaMarcus Aldridge can be able to spread the floor in a way where Kyrie and Kevin Durant will have more open lanes. So those are questions I have for Steve Nash, but at the end of the day, I am loving what Boston did. I hate how Boston is as far as crunch time, and I was getting a little worried because, you know, at the end of the day, you still got Kyrie and Kevin Durant as close, you know, as crunch time. They were down by five points with, like, you know, with over a minute to go, and they were able to be able to make consistent plays and be able to be able to very be able to do good, make the shots when need to be. And that's all I need to that's all I need to see from the Celtics. Improvement. Something that they didn't do to begin the season. Seeing that they've been able to do it this playoffs, improvement. But G, you could talk G because I see your face going different ways. I understand you had a depressed day. So I want you to be able to say what you have to say. 
first of all, he was a little worried. That's cap. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Let me address the Lamarcus part because this has been on my timeline all day. Yes. Everybody be like, why won't you play Lamarcus? Because it's no way possible you can hide this fool on defense. Literally. It's no way possible. He's not a rim protector. You can't play drop. He's slow. You can't hedge. Oh, he's also slow. And he can't switch. And he can't at, shoot the three. At, yeah, and at some point is what you get in offensively from him, especially when it if Kyrie wasn't there, maybe you would need a Lamarcus for points. But at this point, what you get scoring wise does isn't gonna offset like what he's gonna give up defensively. Let's talk about the Nets. First of all, the Nets had surprisingly, because watching the game, they had a, a nearly 120 offensive rating and shot like 45% from three. And you know what's scary about that, Ron? What? Kevin Durant didn't play well. Now, one can say, oh, the Celtics defense is so good that KD's not going to have a great series, but eh, I don't believe that. Um, we can't stop table. Like, yo, yeah, I gotta get Tatum. His problems is crazy. We can't stop Tatum, but what we can do, your boy is gonna be the reason y'all lose. Brown is gonna be the reason y'all lose. I promise you, if y'all lose this series, it's gonna be because of Jalen Brown, because he's not gonna match our number two. He's not gonna match our number two at all. He didn't look and that I, scared today, though. He didn't look that scared today. He didn't look that scared, but you know, Ramadan, you know, he was playing like trash first. <laughs> hey, yo, chill out. <laughs> uh, and I just, and I think our supporting cast offensively with Kyrie and KD, we could pull this series out. Now, what I can say about that last play, yo, what makes you laugh will make you cry because why the hell did Kyrie choose to keep? Dribbling the damn ball, like that was it, a tough was one like, though, because they closed that like they that was like a what's it called? They, like, they double closed, team like, this, this, but it was like a it was late in the clock a little bit, wasn't it? Like it, they it, they like delayed the double team. Yeah, they delayed the double. They yeah. waited till like it was like almost a little over ten. And they put Al Horford because he's IQ pass to the, double them. Pass yeah. the ball, literally. <laughs> All you gotta do is pass the ball. He tried to dribble through it. I said, yo, what the freak? And then that last play of the game, KD getting cut back door. Kyrie's not a rim protector. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the best switching right Why there. Why did two people jump out for Marcus Smart for the three? And Marcus Smart has to hit a game with a three. Let him hit it. Why would you? <laughs> I don't know. That, that just wasn't yo, smart. This team is so, it's like, bro, <laughs> like, no bull. Both, both teams. The hairline, the hairline. Both <laughs> teams should either be worried or happy. The Celtics can be like Celtics can look at it like this. We was up 15. They had to do some crazy shit to come back. Right? And we still won the game. Or you can look at it like, dang, we almost we barely won and KD didn't even play good. And the Nets can be like, dang, we put in all that work. Still, still lose. <laughs> yeah. Or you can look at it like well, we'll be all right. We know Kyrie's gonna play good, and we got the best player in the world. So it's gonna be a fun series. It's gonna be a fun. Series. 
Hey, look, most definitely. But one thing I can say is uh, your supporting cast was did a very good job beginning the game to really like uh, keep this game going on. Um, the thing is awesome. about y'all supporting cast is um, unless, uh, except for Bruce Brown, everybody else, they can give you offense, but no defense, you know? And I think that's the point that we have to look at. You see Goran yeah. Dragic, you know, he did a very good job, but defense, he was getting killed. Seth Curry in the beginning of the game, he was doing a very good job. But when he started missing shots, he was ineffective. I started with what he's doing because Celtics were too big. Um, one thing I could say is when Kyrie was going off, I loved it. Because at the end of the day, Kyrie, I love Kyrie, and I don't, I'm not going to say that. I love Kyrie. Hey, you said, you said. That's what I'm saying. I, I respect Kyrie's <laughs> game so much because I understand that he's a, he's a big shot maker. He loves how the crowd, he feeds into the crowd. He does a very good job. But I understand when Kyrie gets going, it's going to be a Kyrie show. It's not going to be a Kevin Durant show. It's not going to be nobody else's show, no team show. It's going to be a Kyrie show. So I knew at the end, Kyrie was going to do what Kyrie was going to do to make that shot. And I think that was a good job for Udoka sending that late blitz, forcing Kyrie to be able to do what he had to do or, you know, speeding his process up. Because at the end of the day, Kyrie wanted to make that. He wanted to take that shot. He, he literally wanted to take that shot. He was going to take the shot when I won. I was, I was for it. <laughs> I mean, he was high. He should have just shot the fadeaway over two people at that point. But then like uh they were shade because he won, he looked for Durant, but they were shading Durant. So he couldn't pass it to Durant, not from that angle. So I think he yeah. tried to like dribble it out. He wanted to get the ball to Drogic. But then Durant had the ball, and Durant could have passed the ball to Drogic, but Durant already knew he wanted to shoot. It was, it was he, he wasn't passing the ball. Like he just wasn't passing it. Like just like I, you said, they got two elite closers in the game. So you know, these two closers are going to be the people that's closing. Yeah, they're, they're, not they're, they're closers, they're not passing, passing the ball. Yeah, like, they're not gonna pass the ball to any of the supporting cast who helped them get there. So Ime Udoka had to do it where he has to have a defense where, you know, number one, they're going to double team Kyrie late in the shot clock. And Jason Tim has done, Jason Tim did a good job on uh, Kevin Durant as far as staying with them because you can get lost in what Kyrie's doing and try to be able to try to get something from Kyrie or try to triple team him. But I'm happy that Jason Tim stayed with Kevin Durant. And when Kevin Durant got the ball, Jason Tim was already there. And look, I'm sorry. We have to respect Jason Tatum and his defense. I, I really think like that has really improved the way he's been playing defense. The way Emei has Jason Tatum playing defense. He's been a good really, defender, though. It's yeah. really a good thing to see. And Jalen Brown. Another thing is we talked about Jalen Brown. Yes, he struggled this game. He could be the one to lose the series. But this game, especially the the, the plays that he did, you know, the last couple of plays he did, as far as in, like in the end of the game, like. He made some good, timely plays, and we have to get respect where the respect due. One thing I had about Jason Jalen Brown is if he's not making shots, Jalen Brown really is ineffective. He doesn't really want to do nothing. He gets lazy. But the fact that, you know, as far as the winning streak that we had as far as the second half of the season, I've seen that when Jalen Brown doesn't even make his shots, he he's playing defense. I mean, yes, he's still going to get messed up backdoor because I think it was another instance where Gordon Jordan had that open three that Jalen Brown got lost with the connection. But, I yeah. mean, those are – those are some things that you see that's messed up. But overall, like I've seen an improved Jalen Brown as far as being able to play some defense, be able to make the hustle plays, the hustle blocks going forward. You know what I'm saying? And he had four steals. Like He had four steals, you know, in this game. So seeing Jalen Brown be able to take that next step as far as doing other things around, doing somebody, something what a second star would do is things that I really like the improvement to see with Jalen Brown. This series is go is the best series in the playoffs, and I don't care what nobody says. Cause at the end of the day, nobody's not watching anything else but the Nets and Celtics, maybe the Wolves and uh, Grizzlies, but 
this is the Nets and Celtics are like a star type of series. So this is going to be a great series. I know that we're not going to come in and just beat them 4-0 because I know that Katie and Kyrie are going to do what they got to do to not let that happen. But I can't wait. Keep on talking. For real, for this go game seven, I might have to take a little trip to Boston. We might have to do our podcast there. So hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm ready to see. I mean, I, I still, this still, like, like, like kind of what G said, there, you could, there's so many different tastes you could have. If you're an optimistic fan, what you can do. If you're a pessimistic fan, what you can do. I just would love to see another close game, what Boston does, because I still have yet to, they didn't, I still need to see them close the game. Like, that was a heck of a play by Marcus Smart, but in the day, it was just a pass and a layup. Like, it, 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 we're kind of overthinking the game. It wasn't the game in shot. It was a layup. Great play, not 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 a closing act. So I still need to see if Boston can close in the playoffs. I need to see Jason Tatum, ISO, and him make the shot in the clutch time, which we know he can do. He has the size, the shot, but you can do a lot of things. I need to see it be done, especially against his former teammate, who we know somebody he looks up to in Kyrie Irving. I just I, – and – Kevin Durant, somebody he said that he's copied a lot of his game. It's a lot of pressure, and now it probably had to be on the road. It's gonna be, I, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be tough to see because we see the Nets have two closures that we're comfortable with. I saw, I was saying, I, was, I know I was telling you before the game, I saw Collins said that best. Celtics, they got one closer, but we don't even know Brown in the playoffs closer is not what the Celtics want to happen. So if Tatum can't do it for some reason, if you have to go to Brown or Horford. That, that can get a little dicey. And I think Ime has, one thing I don't like, one thing I do have problems as far as late game situations with Ime, I think that he has a lot of improvement in that department to be able to prove upon. But one thing I could say is that I'm happy they didn't call the timeout, to be honest. Uh, I think that if they called that timeout, it would be more score. of, they knew Jason Taylor would get the ball or Jalen Brown. And I, I really like the free flow. I like that last possession was more yeah. of trusting them like of trusting them to be able to trust their own players like marcus smart could have took that three-point shot but he did it you know <laughs> thank he, god he, he had a punk pick <laughs> Jalen brown could have forced the issue probably did a spin move in the double team to see if he can probably make it or try to get a foul but he did it and i i, I like the last uh, like the last part of the situation because it really gave the opportunity to see how much do you trust your teammates as far as, you know, the little bit of seconds left in the playoff time. Set up me getting the offense set up and y'all can be able to do what you got to do. Because really, if if may called that timeout, boom, they came out of timeout, it'd either be a Jason Taylor and Jill Brown ISO. It would have been yeah. a lot easier regard than them passing it around. Now you're scrambling. You don't know what's going on. Like seeing KD ball watch was just a perfect reason in the fact that yeah. KD, KD probably could have assumed that Marcus Smart was going to take that shot. But the fact that Marcus Smart punk fake came up and Jason Tatum moved around, like players moved around, that's what makes us more dangerous than us just trying to do these two ISOs with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown trying to end the game. I think that that's just not it. We've done that before. I've seen that all season, beginning of the season. It just did not work. But us, but he may not call in the timeout. I think that was the best thing to happen for us as far as our team. G. Yeah, I think uh, Tatum's defense very – shout out to him. Like, his defense really, like, changed the game. Shout out to e for not calling that timeout. Shout out to playing to the to the horn sounds, too. That's been my issue with the Nets all year. They're like a one – like a one – one miss 
we're not playing no more. Like they don't play all the way to the final whistle. But like I said, game two is gonna be fun. But even if the Nets lose, is it really? Is game two really a must win for the Nets? Well, it's not a must win. It's on the road. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like I think they're playing with house money. I think that I'll go out on a limb and say it. The Nets are more confident in going into Boston and beating them than y'all are going into Brooklyn and beating them. You know what's crazy? I really, I really have confidence in us going to Brooklyn and beating y'all because I, I think that we, I don't know what it is, but we've been playing good at home lately, and I, I not home but away lately. And Ime likes away games. He loves away games. I, we, we uh, the Celtics really play very good as far as away games. So like, for me, my prediction was I, I really think that Brooklyn was gonna get one of these games in Boston. I, that's what that's that's my prediction. I, I think that Brooklyn's gonna get one of these games in Boston, and we're gonna get one of those games in Brooklyn. And I think that we was gonna be able to go out for the rest of the way as far as you know the last two and be able to win in six games. But um, I really have confidence in us going to Brooklyn. I'm not. I I, I, never, I don't really have any problem with the Celtics. As far as this year's Celtics, as far as them going away and being able to perform to the best of their abilities, I really think they play better in away games than they play at home. To be honest, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I can't wait to see the the road atmosphere. Plus, I mean, you don't go they used to coach the Nets. I mean, but he was the defensive coordinator basically for them, right? G. So yeah. it, he should be comfortable with the, with the, with the you know at the Barclays Center. That, that should be interesting. A little homecoming. We saw Kyrie, you know, with, with you know a little middle finger antics, a little SMD to the fans. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I like Kyrie said, I don't, you know, I don't give a rip. Like he was going hard. Seemed like seemed like the fans were into it. I think they got their money's worth. Uh any final remarks? I love this series. You know, I get to go my Celtics. I wanna make sure everybody understands. This is gonna be here. I'm wearing my Jason Tatum jersey to uh next game. So make sure y'all stay tuned for that. But I just want to make sure my Boston Celtics are here to stay. We're not playing with y'all. We're not playing with nobody. We come in here to do some work. This is business trip. Business trip, I mean, G. Well, that's about it. This is going to be a short business trip because they, they about to go home, buddy. Another, bro. They're going to hate the. Malcolm's going to hate the color black after this series. I said, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. no more black shirts. <laughs> hey, I, think, I, I think I've been used to that from last year. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Again, thanks everybody for tuning in. If you're on the Apple or Spotify, I've been getting a little more views in there. We're looking to bring some else different to that platform for next month. Just stay tuned for that on the YouTube. Keep subscribing and sharing. Yeah, well, you know, Malcolm would have said something like follows on Twitter or Instagram at, at Malcolm Ron Show, but clearly, you know, this man's on the road. He lagged out, G. So <laughs> we're gonna have this an episode without him. And again, uh, hopefully that that's that's a sign of the tale for what's gonna happen to this Boston Celtics. Hopefully they lag out. Yes. <laughs> All right, talk to y'all later. All right. <laughs>